welcome to this edition of Morgan Yasper Podcast. Here we are, state finals of the Iowa High School football season, Thursday and Friday night at the Uni Dome. Um, you know, the most loss anybody has is one. So, you know, the cream has definitely risen to the top. Um, undefeated or one-loss teams is all we have left. No Super Cinderella's or anything. Um, you know, maybe 3A North Scott is probably the biggest Cinderella um, that's left. Uh, most of these teams have won a state title in their past. And, you know, it's just uh, – and then it looks to be some really uh, interesting games coming up. Um, what do you what do you think uh, kind of overall, Zach, uh, how the season went? Um, and then just kind of looking at the, the state finals as a whole, what do you see? Yeah, you know, I'm just – you know, I'm glad we were able to get through the season. Um, you know, I know there's going to be some fan limitations for this last game, I think, just two per athlete. But – you know, at least we're able to uh, we're going to we're going to be able to crown some champions. Um, you know, I kind of like the way they did it this year, to be honest, with the whole playoffs where they let every team in. I don't know if that's going to be something that they'll look at uh, in the future if it was kind of a one shot deal. But, um, you know, just overall, I thought with the whole COVID thing, it, you know, we got some matchups that were really likely that were kind of fun to talk about. Uh, and like I said, I really like how every team was able to make the playoffs and and kind of like you said, I think we've we've got the best two teams in every class here ready to duke it out, and it should be a you know a fun three days here to crown some champions. Yeah, I mean, I just I, I'm with you. I, I'll be interested to see. They have a blueprint of how to do you know where everybody's in the playoffs. Um, you know, the the big sticking point is how many regular season games do you play going forward? Uh, just because you know this year not everybody did play the same, but on a normal year, everybody plays the same amount. Do you play seven? Do you play eight? I don't see how you play nine and then let everybody in. Uh, but, uh, you know, do you, do you decrease it by one or two games and then let everybody in? Uh, that'll be an interesting decision for the boys in Boone. Yeah, I mean, I I think you go eight eight regular season games and let everybody in, and then everybody for sure get nine games. And, you know, there were some buys, and, you know, that might add an extra game to some of the teams that are playing in the championship towards the end of the year. But, and I don't know with all the timing and stuff, but if they can get it done before basketball. But, you know, ideally I'd like to see eight games and then everybody in the playoffs. Yeah, that's I, I would agree with you. Just, uh, you know, the more games, the better. And, and let somebody try to get an upset in there. You know, 99% of the time it's not going to happen, but you just never know. And, you know, let it play out. Uh, things do happen and it'll be, it'll be great to see. All right, now let's move to the games. Um, you are uh, five games ahead. Let me see. I got it right here. Uh, you are 120 and 36, and I am 115 and 41. So I'm going to be honest with you, Zach. I'm going to just I'm going to go down fighting every game you pick. I'm going to pick the opposite team. It's the only way I can win. So it's what I have to do. Uh, but let's uh, kind of talk the games here. Ankeny 10 and one uh, against Southeast Polk 10 and 0. Um, 4A, you know, finals. I think these are the two best teams in the state that we got. Um, Ankeny, I believe, has the best offense in the state. I don't care what class it is. Um, they've got division one athletes uh, running around on offense out there the entire time. Um, I think I, I listened to one thing today and I think Ankeny, if they want to win this game, they have to put Arlen Bruce at running back. Um, they played at receiver most of the time, but uh, he was able to play a little bit of running back the other day and in the second half. And that's when they came back and beat Dowling and then obviously made the great uh, interception there in overtime to seal it. But state finals, you're going against the best team. You got to put your best guy in position to win. Um, so I just think they got to do that. And then obviously Southeast Polk, uh, 
you know, you just rely on your all eight or nine division one guys and hopefully you win. Yeah. I mean, you kind of hit the nail on the coffin. I think these are the two best teams in the state, regardless of class, obviously Uh, the D one talent here is just out of is crazy. Good. Um, I'm with you. I think Ankeny's offense is the best. Uh, I don't think Arlen Bruce should come off the field in this game. I mean, he should be, unless he's just dog tired, I'd have him returning kicks. I'd have him doing everything out there. Um, I think that's your only, only chance because he might be the best player on the field. And that's a big F because Southie has some studs. Ankeny's quarterback's really good. Um, but with all that said, I just think Southeast Polk's defense is too good. I think they're going to slow Ankeny down and, and be able to hold them under 25 points fairly easily. And I think Southeast Polk will be able to score some points on Ankeny. And I see Southeast Polk winning this by a couple touchdowns. So you, you actually don't think it'll be very close? You think it'll be you know, kind of I, Southeast Polk rolls, or do you think they pull away at the end? I think it'll be a decent game. I think Southeast Polk will pull away and win by a couple touchdowns. Um, I'm high on this team. I think, you know, when you look back, you know, I'm more of the basketball type, but I think this is one of those teams that'll be brought up for, you know, with the Bettendorfs of Tavian Banks and the Tim Dwight City Highs and the Dallings and Valleys. I think this team is right there as one of those teams we'll talk about for years. They've been dominant all year, and uh, I think it'll continue in the championship game. Yeah, and the thing about Southeast Polk is most of their guys are juniors. I mean, not all of them, but most of them are. Um, so they could be right back here ne- next uh, year. I'm going to go with Ankeny. I think this will be a great game. And, you know, if if Southeast Polk makes mistakes and gives Ankeny a chance, I do think Ankeny can win this football game. And it won't be a fluke, uh, but they're going to need a little help from Southeast Polk. I, w- I would give Southeast Polk the nod, but just because I have to, I'm going to pick Ankeny. All right, and now 3A. Harlan, 11-0 against uh, North Scott, 8-1. and um, You know, again, North Scott is probably the biggest Cinderella left um, in it. Just their one loss is to Pleasant Valley, uh, which was a 4A semifinalist. So, you know, they're really, really good. But, you know, they beat, um, you know, West Delaware, Assumption, and Xavier on their way to here. And at any time throughout the year or the last five years, those are the three could have been your number one team in the state at any time. Uh, this year. Um, so I think this will be a really good game, but I do, uh, um, you know, Harlan would definitely be the favorite here, I believe. Yeah. And I don't know why, you know, North Scott's coming in as such a Cinderella. Cause like you said, they have taken down some dominant teams and they have been pretty dominant all year. Um, I don't, I think they deserve more credit than what they're getting. I mean, they, they beat assumption Del- West Delaware, Xavier, you know, right there, their only loss is to Pleasant Valley. And, you know, how's Harlan going to stack up with Pleasant Valley? I don't know that Harlan would beat them either. Um, there's a lot, you know, just on message boards and stuff. They're all Everybody's like, why aren't we picking North Scott here? Um, they've proven over and over with these wins that they know how to win. And I think this is going to be a great game. Um, I'm going to I'm going to give you one here and I'm going to take North Scott to win this game. Yeah, it would not surprise me at all. And obviously I'm going to take uh, Harlan just because I'm picking opposite of you. But I'm almost if I truly was picking, I would almost pick North Scott here. Um, Just like you, they've had a much more difficult run. And then obviously playing Pleasant Valley and then, you know, they're only eight and one. They missed a couple of weeks with COVID and everything. I know they had some issues there. They they had to go virtual throughout the middle of the year um, a little bit there because they had a big uh, issue there. But uh, 
Yeah, I think that might be the best game of them all up there. Yeah, I like I said, I you know I wouldn't be shocked if Harlan won. They're they're the real deal. They're there every year, but I just think North Scott's kind of on a mission here, and uh, they have taken out some heavyweights along the way, and uh, I see no reason why they can't do it one more time. All right, absolutely. Now we move down to two A uh, Central Lion, eleven and zero against Walk On, nine and one. How do you see this one? These are kind of two teams we're a long ways away from and not super familiar with. Yeah, and I think two A got the best two teams here. Um, I just think Central Lion is head and shoulders the best here in two A. Um, I think uh, it'll be a decent game for a while, but I think Central Lion's defense will Wacom will struggle to score on them, and I think Central Lion wins by a couple touchdowns. All right, I'm going to take walk on, and you know I know it's Central Lion is, is favored by seven on DC Moore, I believe. Um, so they have it being, you know, close, but not super close. So, but I'm going to take uh, walk on and I believe they're the Indians, right? I believe so. So I'm going to go Indians. All right. And now one, a, you know, kind of the game that we're most familiar with, um, just with our connections to Cardinal and, uh, Sigourney Kyoto there, um, Audible Arthur battle Creek, Ida Grove, the alphabet school, 11 and 0 against Van Meter, 11 and 0 as well. Again, this is Definitely probably the two best teams in uh, 1A. Um, I think it'll be a battle. Um, this is kind of more of a can Van Meter slow them down on offense. Yeah, I'm with you. I just don't know how they can stop them on offense. Um, I don't know if they've really been stopped all year. Um, I think Van Meter will score some points on them, move the ball. Um, I just think that constant pressure of, uh, you know, five wide with an elite quarterback back there running around, zinging it around, um, is going to be too much for Van Meter. And um, I think BCIG, uh, OABCIG wins this uh, by a couple touchdowns. Do you, do you think this game could be like 50 to 30? I do. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I think there'll be some scoring. I mean, I don't, I mean, I wasn't that impressed with their defense. I mean, and I think Van Meter's probably got, you know, more of a balanced attack than what Sigourney does to be able to uh, run and throw. So I could see some points being put up here, but I think ultimately it's a, it's a two touchdown win for probably uh, Ida Grove. Yeah, I agree. So obviously I'm going to take Van Meter there, but I, I would have to lean your way as well. All right. In class a, and again, this is probably, I mean, I, it's, it's a redundancy, but I think these are definitely the two best teams. 11-0 Grundy Center uh, trying to avenge last year's uh, state finals loss to West Hancock against Regina. 10-1 uh, and with their one loss to Pleasant Valley. Uh, think about Pleasant Valley's schedule this year. I mean, their, their non-district games were, uh, or, you know, non-conference games were two state finalists. I mean, and, and they beat them both. Uh, so, um, you know, Class A going up to, to a, their one loss is a 4A team. Um, Grundy center is the favorite, uh, but Regina, you know, they've been there before, uh, coach cook is a really good coach and obviously his son's a quarterback. Yeah, this one, you know, I've been high on Grundy center. Um, you know, talking with the Sigourney Kyoto coaches here, they, they're, they're pretty high on Regina, but I just, I think Grundy center is one of the better a teams we've seen in a while. Um, again, when Regina dropped down though, that really, uh, changed the game in class a and uh, you know, I know they've got some amazing talent on that Regina team. Um, this is a tough one to pick. I think this will be one of the better games. 
Um, but I've said for a while, I think Grundy Center is the best, and I'm going to stick to that and take Grundy Center in a very close game. I think this could be the, the best game of the, of the weekend. Yeah, that's good. I, I, I was listening to some people talk about this, and they're like, we don't know why we don't, aren't, haven't been like high on Regina all year. I mean, their one loss is the 4A Pleasant Valley. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like – and they beat a really, really good St. Ansgar team. Um, so, yeah, I just uh, – it's uh, – you know, I don't know how great the 1A and A football down in southeast Iowa is, so I think that's where they're kind of taking their knock from. Um, and Wapsie Valley gave them a heck of a game, but – like you said, I, it's tough to bet against Regina and not pick them. Uh, but I'm going to in this one. But uh, I think it could be a heck of a game. Yeah, I hope it is. And that's what you want. You want good games and uh, all day tomorrow and then all day Friday, I think, are the two the games. So, obviously, I'm going to take Regina on that one. But, you know, again, it wouldn't surprise me if Grundy Center uh, wins that one. They're, they've uh, been th- – this is what they've had in, on their mind ever since last year's state final loss. So, all right, and then eight-man, uh, Remsen St. Mary's, 11-0, coming off scoring 108 points against Fremont Mills and their great defense uh, overall and, and heck of a game against Don Bosco. Yeah, um, you know, I'll be honest with you. If Don Bosco would have beat Fremont Mills, I would have picked Don Bosco in this game. I don't know why, just off tradition, I think. But with them going down, um, I think Remsen, you know, stands a great chance to – you know, be state champions, which is crazy. They were down 60 to 36 in that semis game in the middle of the third and come storming back and score, a, you know, 108 points or whatever. Um, so I'm going to pick Remsen St. Mary's. Uh, again, I don't know much about Fremont Mills. I just keep picking against them for some reason. I think it's just a part of the state they're from, but they haven't lost a, to a team in Iowa. Um, I think they probably deserve more credit than what they're getting here. And um, I think, you know, BC Morse got this as a pretty big spread, but I would probably take the 26 points if I was a betting man and take Fremont Mills on that. But I'm going to take Remsen to win this one. Yeah. So obviously I'm going to take Fremont Mills. And one thing, uh, Fremont Mills has a kid going to Nebraska. Yeah. So, you know, obviously at an eight man game, uh, you got a division one athlete, uh, you got a heck of a chance. And again, you know, their one loss is to a Nebraska school. Uh, they beat everybody. Now, they haven't beaten anybody bad, but they just continue to win. And, you know, um, you know, Remsen, uh, you know, one thing I are they did they, you know, kind of uh, run out of gas there? You know, that everybody was so tired after last week. I'm sure they were glad it was a full week in between on like, you know, like four or five days like it's been in the past. Um, but it be interesting to see if Remsen is a little bit tired at all in this game. Yeah. I don't know if they're, you know, banged up at all. I know. uh the the Burgess kid from Monty tore his meniscus or something, and he won't be back for basketball until uh, they're they're hoping to have him back by February first. So that's a humongous blow for Montezuma in basketball. You know, and when you when you're scoring 200 points in a football game, you know people are gassed, and that's when injuries happen. And I mean, I don't think Remsen's got any injuries, but you know, playing through a battle like that, you never know how you're going to bounce back. Yep, absolutely. All right, so there's our six picks. Again, just kind of recap it. Um, you know, I picked opposite, so I'm just going to go with Zach's pick here. Zach's pick, Southeast Polk, North Scott in 3A, Central Lion in 2A, Alphabet School, uh, Battle Creek, Ida Grove in 1A, uh, Grundy Center in A, and then Remsen St. Mary's in 8-man. 
Uh, good luck to all the teams there. It's a great accomplishment to play in the Dome. Never was able to do that. Uh, I was lucky enough to play in a semifinal, uh, but that was before they moved all the semifinals to the Dome. Uh, but great, and, you know, it stinks that you can only have two fans there, but I hope uh, all the families and stuff can figure that out and enjoy it uh, as we can and get through and conclude the Iowa high school football season this year. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the weekend, you know, watching a lot of state championship football and some college football. Um, this is always one of the, you know, the better weekends in Iowa to watch football. So um, it should make for a, a fun few days. And, uh, you know, we get some games during the day as well. So uh, I'll be excited to see how these all shake out. Yep, absolutely. All right. And we'll talk to you on Monday uh, just to recap these finals and then uh, look ahead to basketball. All right. Thanks. All right. Talk to you later. Thank you for listening to Morgan You Asked For podcast. If you like what you hear, click the like button or hit subscribe if you want to hear more episodes from Morgan You Asked For podcast. Also, if you would like to comment or with any show ideas or anything, please contact me at Morgan You Asked For podcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at RyanMorgan34. <laughs>